Welcome to Confidence Rockstar Podcast, a place where you will find inspiration, motivation, and let's say, kick in the bottom to take action and create the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Alex Grzybek, and I'll help you quiet that little voice inside your head saying, you can't do this. So you have the courage to go for what you've always wanted on your terms. Every week, I'll bring you some confidence golden nuggets, present an awesome interview in order to empower you to step up your game. It's time to choose happy and shine. It's time to become a confidence rockstar. Let's dive deep. Coming up in this episode... If you don't take that action, you know, your kids will see that you're not taking action and how will they then be inspired to do, to do anything? Because as mothers, we're very good at saying, you know, do your homework, you need to get the best results, you need to study, you need to revise, you need to do this, you need to do that. But how often do we do it for ourselves? Yeah, it's good to be a dictator, but it's not because you need to demonstrate and practice what you preach because we are creating and formulating the next generation. Hi everyone, it's Alex here and welcome to the next episode of our podcast, Confidence Rockstar. Today, again, I have something very special for you because I'm bringing to the show an amazing guest, Linda Atram, and we will talk about mothers in business creating the life you desire and deserve. So before we start, let me introduce our guest, Linda, to you. So for the past 20 years, Linda Atram has been running successful property business, including a multi-million pound property portfolio, and she is the founder of Mothers in Business. She is happily married, a proud mother of three precious diamonds and a first done black belt in the martial art of Taekwondo. She incorporates the tenets of Taekwondo, courtesy, integrity, perseverance, self-control and indomitable spirit in training and in her personal and business life. She was born in the UK. She comes from humble beginnings. She was very shy girl who lacked confidence. She left school with very little education, but with a burning desire to change. And she chose to re-educate herself to university degree, which led to a successful 18-year career in human resources management. She is devoted mother, meticulous businesswoman, author, and public speaker. And she understands the challenges entrepreneurial mothers face. And that's why she created Mothers in Business to provide a platform for them to grow and feel supported and create the life they desire and deserve. Linda's mission is to inspire and empower women globally to be more and achieve more. I love this introduction and I really want to welcome you, Linda, to the show. So thank you for being with us. It's an honor to be part of your show. I'm really, really excited. 
So let me ask you our first question. I would like you to share your story with us, your journey as a mom and how you as a mom started your business. How was it for you? Thank you for that question. And it's quite a big question to to start off with um, in terms of my story, because it's, you know, if I went through my whole story, it would take some time. So I'll give you a a very brief snapshot of, of my story. So as a young child, as you said in my introduction, I was a very shy girl. I lacked a lot of confidence. I had a lot of identity issues. I felt that I was very, um, very ugly. I had teeth that were sort of pointing in different nautical directions. And I would only describe it as being pointing north, south, east and west. So that made me very, very conscious. And as a result of that, I would walk around looking quite somber and not really smiling at anyone and not making any eye contact. And this affected me whilst being at school, because as you probably know yourself, when you're at school, nice to have friends around you. It's nice to you know, belong to a group. And although I was very shy, I had this burning desire to want to be part of a group and want to be popular. And so I, I found my way through, you know, through school life, actually trying to do that. And as a result of that, I made some poor decisions. I hang around with the wrong sort of people, which consequently ended up in me having an impact on my final education. So I left school with very, very little education. And then once I left school and I realized the error of my ways, and I realized, oh my goodness, you know, I can't be successful. I can't, you know, move forward without any form of education. I then decided to go back into the education environment to re-educate myself, obtain my English and maths qualifications, and also start working on my confidence as well. And so that then led me into going into the corporate world, getting a job within human resources management and working on my confidence and being around people that were actually good for me, people that were going to be supporting me. So my My boss at the time was very supportive. She gave me opportunities for even further education in human resources management. So as I went through my years in my my early 20s, life was great. And I felt much more confident in myself. I was starting to believe in myself. And I could see other people around me that also believed in me. And so I started having a social life, started going on holidays, and life was great. I met my husband, well, he was, you know, obviously he was my partner initially. And then we decided to get married quite quickly after um, being together. I think about a year after we were together, he asked me to marry him. And we then decided after we got married to have children. When I started having children, I felt, you know, this is fantastic. You know, I've, I've got a great lifestyle. I've got um, the husband of my dreams. And now I'm going to be starting to have a family. But very soon after having my first child, I started feeling like I was going back into that period of time in my life that I lacked confidence. And that for me was quite frustrating because now I was an adult and I'd already gone through years and years of working on my confidence, trying to build that back up again. And I couldn't understand why, if everything was going so right in my life, why I was starting to feel like I didn't have that confidence again and why I felt like I was losing my identity. And that became quite frustrating for me because I could see there were other mothers around me and other mothers that I knew in my family and in in my friends' relationship that 
they didn't appear to be suffering from lack of confidence or any of the challenges that I was, I was feeling. But then later on, I, I soon realized that it was quite common to be feeling different levels of challenges be, becoming a mother. But because I hadn't spoken to anyone about it at that time, I felt quite alone and it was quite a lonely journey for me. And so when I started to be honest with myself and speak out about it and seek some help and support outside of just, you know, talking to my husband, I realized that it was quite a common issue. And I was fortunate enough to be around the right sort of circles to get some support, you know, personal development to work on my levels of confidence and all those challenges that I was feeling as a mother. So I was able to come through that full circle again, which was a great, great achievement for me. And it was as a result of that and going through those, those challenges and, and overcoming them, that's why I decided to, to start Mothers in Business, to help other mothers that had gone through what I'd gone through, but not only that had gone through it, but felt that they didn't have that platform or they didn't feel that they had the confidence to talk to somebody about those challenges. It's uh, beautiful what you said, and thank you for your honesty and sharing your uh, story with us. Because, as you said, it's a common issue. But the challenge is that most women don't talk about it. They feel lonely. They feel that it's only them who feel this way. And they are afraid of saying it out loud because they feel remorse of being bad mothers or bad human beings in general. And uh, I can totally relate to what you are saying because when I had my first child, I was like, oh my God, that was amazing. But quickly after, you know, first few weeks when I was constantly changing nappy, breastfeeding, ironing, going for a walk and doing it all over and all over again, I was like, oh my God, is that going to be my life now? And I felt the same as you said, like starting to lack confidence and starting to lose my life kind of in the process, but didn't really talk to anybody about it because I felt that it's something wrong with me. So what you are doing is absolutely wonderful. You created like the platform for ladies to feel safe and to be able to, to talk about it and to seek support. So I absolutely love it. So I actually wanted to ask you, why did you start Mothers in Business? But you've already answered this question. <laughs> yes. And, and just to, to add to that, I, I feel there's an enormous pressure in society for mothers to be this perfect mum. And because of that pressure, that's why I believe mothers don't want to talk about or to admit that they do go through these challenges. You know, they often feel, am I good enough? They question that themselves, but they don't talk about it openly. And, you know, one of the key sort of challenges I felt being a mother in the early stages was about my identity and my identity being stripped away because I had my, my three children and each time I could hear them, you know, calling me mum, 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 which is a lovely thing to be called. But at certain times it was way too much for me. And each time I heard that word, it felt like Linda was being stripped away because being a mother, it doesn't come with any guidebook or any reference manual. You don't, you know, get a certification and, you know, get a pack on the back for, you know, doing a great job. You know, you just get on with it. You're presented with your child. You just have to find a way for it to work with you, your family and your business. 
And so that at times can be quite struggling because you don't have necessarily, you know, a toolkit tell you how to do things. And so it's important for me to, to share that in my, in my passion and in my mission with helping other mothers that it's okay not to be okay. And it's, and it's fine to feel like, you know, your identity is being stripped and not to feel guilty because mum guilt is, is a major factor or for a lot of mothers as well, when they're dealing with the challenges of juggling motherhood and business. Yes, absolutely. Spot on. I love what you said and that you are saying this out loud because it's very, very important for mothers and for women to to hear this. Tell me, like from your experience, do you believe that combining motherhood with business is possible and how? So you touched on like your story, how you've done it, but also like tell us how mothers can do that if they want to, if this is something that they feel their heart calling? Yes. Thank you for that question. I absolutely believe that um, combining motherhood and business is something that is achievable. I'm doing it and, you know, millions of women around the world are doing it. And it's, you know, it's not something that's just come about now. You know, our, our ancestors have been doing it for, you know, hundreds and thousands of years. My grandmother Um, she had 16 children and she also had her own business. She ran her own grocery store at the bottom of her house in the Caribbean. But the key thing to remember is that when you are a mother and you're, you're running a business or you're thinking about getting into business is to think about, you know, how you're going to set up your support mechanisms because no man is an island And, you know, if you think that you're going to do everything on your own, you don't need any help whatsoever, then it's going to be incredibly hard for you. And that was one of the things that I struggled with in the early years because I didn't, I felt that I didn't need any help. I felt that I could do it all. And that if I asked for help, it meant that I was either not good enough or I couldn't cope until it started to affect my health. And then I had to, you know, obviously reevaluate my, my situation There was a time when my husband said to me, you know, you're doing all these, all these different activities, you're looking after the children, you're working, because I was working in the corporate world and running a business at the same time as being a mother. And he said to me, um, you know, why don't we get a cleaner into the house, you know, get a housekeeper that can help us with some general duties, you know, a couple of times a week. And I, I was very resistant to that. I thought, I don't want another lady coming into my house and cleaning it because that means that I can't, I can't clean my house. I can't cope, which now I, I realize is obviously a very silly thing to, to be thinking. But that was what my mindset was like at that time. And so had I not changed my mindset, I would have become extremely overwhelmed with all of the different activities that I had to do, being a mum, working in the corporate environment, running a business, and being a, you know, being a wife and a, and a homemaker. So in answer to your question, it, it is possible, but it's about looking at what resources you've got, being open to reaching out for support and asking for support as well. And, you know, being organized, looking at what is it that you're trying to achieve? What is your goal? What's your passion? And not just going into business because everyone else is doing it. Do it because it's something you really want to do. And whatever you choose to do, make sure that it's something that you're passionate about. Something that as soon as you wake up in the morning, you're really excited about it or it gives you goosebumps. If it's something that, you know, makes you feel quite stressed and tired and overwhelmed, then you've probably chosen the wrong thing. 
But that's not to say when you first start a business, you're not going to go through all of those negative experiences because having a business, whether you're a mother or not, is challenging. And there's lots of different things that you have to put into place before you start. But my advice would be, you know, if you're a mother thinking about getting into business, think about what your real passion is. What is it that excites you and create your business around that? Because then if you do something that you're passionate about and that you love, it will be much more easier for you than to have that as an additional challenge of doing something that you're not really interested in because you're just doing it because everyone else says so. And the other thing to think about is if you're just doing it because you want to spend some time at home with your children, um, you know, that there is downsides of that too, because clearly you will get distracted um, on occasions by your children, you know, depending on, on their ages. Obviously, if they're younger, there'll be even bigger distractions. But it's about coordinating your time, looking at the best times of the day that you can actually do your work, do your research. And when you work from home, it can be quite lonely as well. Because if you come from, like I did, from a corporate environment where, you know, you've got a, you're working in a large office, you've got lots of people to connect with and talk to socially, you go for a walk at lunchtime with your friends, etc. When you work in your own business initially, when you perhaps don't have many staff, or you might be working remotely from home, that's the contrast that you have to overcome as well. I would say, yes, it's definitely possible but look at all of the forms of support you've got. Look at what is it you're passionate about? What is it that you want to do? Getting yourself organized and also getting yourself into a routine. Because being a mother very, very quickly makes you, whether you like it or not, get into some form of routine just to look after your children and just to get through the day, making sure that you know, they've been fed, they've been watered, they get to nursery, they get to school, they do their homework, you keep on top of the housework, etc. So they're the key things that, that I would say that would certainly support mothers going into business. Thank you so much, Linda. It was amazing answer to this question, like so much wisdom and so much golden nuggets here you shared with us. Tell us, how do you help your clients, mothers who come to you, how do you help them, inspire them to start their businesses? How do I inspire them? Well, I, I, um, I inspire them through my own story. You know, I, I take time to, to share my story with, with other mothers. And I also establish with them what is their purpose? What is their passion? What is it that they really want to do? And I also look at where they are now in their lives. And also one of the key things that I do is I say to them, you know, what are the ages of your children? And what is it you're, that you're doing right now to influence that future generation? Because kids often don't do as they're told, they do as they see. So if they see their mother struggling or being stressed out or overwhelmed about a particular situation, or that's just their lifestyle, then there's a big chance that your children will follow that lifestyle as well. If your children see you, you know, making an impact in the world, they see you flourishing, they see you trying to inspire others, encourage others, they see you trying to make a better life for yourself, they see you in the ups, they see you in the downs, and they see you flourishing, then that is what they're going to inspire themselves to do also. I help mothers through um, my mentoring program, and we go through things like that, when I mentor, mentor mothers. Um, and I also run events as well that enable mothers to come together, 
to talk about those challenges, those real everyday challenges that mothers are scared to talk about. I provide that safe environment for them to, to talk about that, but not only talk about it, also to share super successful strategies that they can use as soon as they walk out the door to help them create a better life for themselves and also for their, their business. So going through the experiences that I went through in terms of lack of confidence, low self-esteem, um, loss of identity, I provide blog information as well for mothers. So there's a whole range of different things that I, I do to provide support for mothers because I think it's really, really important. And I wish that when I was going through these challenges, when I had my children at a younger age, that there was this type of platform available for me because I would have found it very, very beneficial. Thank you, Linda. It's beautiful what you do and how you help mothers and that you provide different kind of supports through blogging, through personal connections, through your events. And I believe that creating like this platform that women feel safe, that they can talk to another woman and be inspired by the ones who combined, let's say, business with motherhood, they saw that that was possible then they can do it themselves. So thank you for that. Can you tell us also why do you think, like in your experience working with women, why do you think so many mothers suffer from low self-esteem and low confidence? A lot of mothers suffer from low self-esteem and low confidence because being a mother is the most wonderful thing in the world, but it also has its challenges. And as, as I mentioned earlier, you know, when you become a mother, there is no guidebook, there is no certification, um, there is no book of rules or a textbook that you can refer to when you want to deal with the day-to-day -day life being a mother. And so because you're ultimately trying to juggle all of these different aspects of motherhood and you're trying to be the best mum that you can, on those occasions when things don't necessarily go right, you blame yourself or you think that you're not good enough or you feel that you're not a good mother. And all of those things have an impact on your confidence and your self-esteem because then you start doubting yourself. You start doubting whether or not you're doing a good enough job. And then mothers are very good at comparing themselves to other mothers or comparing themselves to other situations. And rather than focusing on themselves and their own journey and creating their own journey, they focus on other people. And if they're not necessarily performing at the same level as another mother or perceived to be performing as the same level as another mother, because every mother has their own, their own challenges. It's just that you, you may or may not know um, what those, those are, depending on if they choose to, um, to share those. But I, I think all of those factors are key critical in what, you know, what enables a mother to feel like she's lacking in confidence and, and self-esteem. Thank you, Linda. So beautifully said. It's this comparison. Yes, we constantly compare ourselves with others. And we also compare ourselves with ourselves. Like we would like to be perfect in every single area of our lives. And that's why we feel low self-esteem and uh, lack of confidence. So what would you say to mothers who suffer from these issues like self-esteem, low confidence? What would you tell them what they can do to improve it? Yes, I would say to them to start to build and create your own story. 
don't compare yourself to other people. And rather than focusing on what's not gone right and what's gone wrong, focus on your journey so far. Focus on what you've done, what you've completed, what you've achieved and reflect on that. Because we're always so good at looking at what's going on in this present moment and what we haven't achieved. But what we don't necessarily do as well is think about where we've come from and what challenges we've overcome to get to this point. And I think if more people, not necessarily just mothers, took time out to think about what they've actually achieved and take some proper time to really dissect their life up until this point, that alone would really encourage and inspire somebody's confidence. And the other thing is to to look at, you know, the self-talk. What is it that you're telling yourself? What little voices in your head are you allowing to come into your head? How many times do you tell yourself that you're, you're fantastic, you're great, you're doing a, a brilliant job? You know, it's all about affirmations. I, I have a number of different affirmations that I say to myself every morning. And I also record my affirmations in my own voice. So as a mother and being very busy, it's not always easy to have that, you know, five or 10 minutes every morning to go through my affirmations before I get out of bed. So I may be walking around the house doing chores or whatever I do in the morning, but I've got my recording in my head. And so I'm having a conversation with myself every single day because I'm hearing my voice and that's so powerful. And everything that I'm telling myself is positive things about what I've achieved, how great I believe I am and what I can contribute and how I can contribute and grow in the future and how I can help others. And like I said, that's, that's so, so powerful for me. And I think, you know, if more mothers did things like that, because it's easy to do that, you can record yourself and, and just listen to yourself all day, if you like. If you're on a school run, you can, you know, you can, can listen to it in the car. And it's all about, for me, it's all about your journey up till now, thinking about and congratulating yourself about everything that you've overcome and you've achieved, but also just focusing on positive self-talk for yourself because it, it helps me so much and it helps me to start off my day really well. And on those sort of occasions when things don't go to plan in the morning, you know, the kids get up late or you get up late or whatever, and I've, I've missed doing those affirmations because of challenges, it really does affect my day. And so I actually look forward to listening to my voice each day with those positive affirmations because that really helps to boost, boost my confidence. You know, I, I'm fortunate. I'm in, a, I'm in a situation where I have a very loving family. I have people around me that love and support me, but not everybody has that. And some mothers may be in relationships that they don't get that level of support they want from their partner. But who's to say you need to have that from your partner? Tell yourself that you're worthy. Tell yourself that you're loved. Tell yourself that you're beautiful. Tell yourself that you can, you can achieve anything that you want to. Write it down, record it, say it, repeat it. And that will help to strongly boost your confidence. Oh, thank you, Linda. I love what you said. Acknowledging yourself, repeating affirmations. I'm a big fan of affirmations and I do uh, listen to affirmations uh, every morning and they help me change my life and they are helping me on a daily basis. And I love what you said about recording yourself. And yeah, like many people look out for external evidence of self-worth and they don't remember that they can actually do it uh, themselves as well. So very, very beautifully said. 
Okay, Linda, I would like to ask you, what would be your number one success tip for mothers to take action and start their business? Your number one tip for them. Number one tip. There are so many. I don't know which one to choose. Um, I okay, think- you can share two. <laughs> <laughs> 2.5. Okay. Um, I think for me, it would be about um, just taking action. You know, taking action is better than taking no action at all. And just be realistic and be authentic in everything that you do, because nothing is going to be perfect. Perfection is, is a myth. So once you take action, you will grow You'll be able to overcome your challenges so long as you look at your challenges as opportunities for growth. If you're going to go into business and think, okay, I've done this wrong. I'm going to throw the towel in. I'm no good at this. I'm not, I'm not even going to bother to continue. Then going into business is not for you. You have to go into business with a very open mind, thinking that you're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. You're going to have challenging days. But those bad and challenging days are going to be my days of my best growth and looking at ways that you can, you can overcome that and grow and learn from those, those experiences. So take action and learn from your challenges through growth opportunities. And like I said earlier in, in the interview, if you don't take that action, you know, your kids will see that you're not taking action and how will they then be inspired to do do anything because as mothers we're very good at saying you know do your homework you need to get the best results you need to study you need to revise you need to do this you need to do that but how often do we do it for ourselves yeah it's good to be a dictator but it's not because you need to demonstrate and practice what you preach because we are creating and formulating the next generation Thank you, Linda. I love what you are saying because you put so much emphasis on inspiring our children and inspiring the future generations. As you said, children see, children do. So when your children see you happy and fulfilled and making a difference in the world, they will be inspired to do the same. And I know that already your children are making a difference as well. So congratulations for being such a great role model, both yourself and um, together with Mac. And because you are inspiring your children and they inspire others as well. So wonderful. Thank you. Okay, Linda, if you can tell us um, how people can connect with you, where can we find you? And also, I know that you have an event uh, coming up. So if you can tell us a little bit more about that. Okay, so you can connect with me all over social media. So I'm on Facebook under my name, Linda Atram. But I also have a Mothers in Business group, which is called Inspiring Mothers in Business under Facebook. And so that's a a group that you can connect with me on there. And I'm also on Instagram under Inspiring Mothers in Business. And I regularly post on there inspirational quotes, things that I'm doing on my my day-to-day journey of motherhood to inspire and encourage other mothers. And I'm also on LinkedIn under my name, Linda Atram. And yes, you're right. We do have an event coming up on 14th and the 15th of March. It's our second annual event and it's called Juggling Motherhood and Business. And so it's going to be looking at lots of the things that we've talked about in this interview. 
but in a much more practical and highly experiential way. And it's going to be a weekend that's going to be about the mother's development, the mother's growth, because as mothers, we do a lot for the development of our children, but we don't often spend enough time on ourselves. So this is a weekend just for the mothers, and it's going to be a weekend of great value content. So there's going to be myself speaking, as well as two other mothers who are in business, Cassie Footman and Madrika de Maria, who both are successful business owners and mothers. And also my eldest daughter, Tiana, who is 18, she is also going to be presenting as well. She's not a mother, but what she's going to be doing is talking about her role as a young adult observing motherhood and how she's going to use what she's learned to inspire future generations. So it's going to be a great event that I'm very, very excited about. And it's being held in Heathrow. And if you're interested, we have tickets available on Eventbrite. Or you can connect with me personally and I can give you some more information about it. Thank you. All the links to, to the show and how to connect with Linda, they will be in uh, the show notes uh, of this uh, podcast. So you can connect with Linda there and you can find out about the event. And it sounds brilliant. So I highly encourage uh, everyone listening to this show to join uh, the event in UK. All right, Linda, thank you so much for being my guest today. It was such a pleasure to talk to you. You shared your story so beautifully with us and um, it was so many amazing things you shared and so many golden nuggets connected with confidence, business and motherhood that I relate so much uh, to and I'm sure that our listeners will too. So thank you for coming on and sharing your wisdom and experience with us. It was a pleasure to have you on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was an absolute honor and I really enjoyed the interview and I love being part of your show. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for listening to the show. If you liked it, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends or your loved ones. They may be inspired as much as you are. And if you like this show, Confidence Rockstar, you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or other platforms. And if you enjoy it as well, you can leave me a review on iTunes or other places. It will be highly appreciated. And uh, next week, I will be releasing a new episode and I will have another surprise for you. I'm not going to share any details right now, so stay tuned. And next uh, Monday, I will be in your ears again. It will be very powerful podcast, so I look forward to release it uh, to you. So one more time, thank you for being with us and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. To get started on your confidence journey, I invite you to grab free five-day email course, Confidence Rockstar. You will get five daily lessons sent directly to your mailbox, so you will have access to them anytime you like. You can grab this gift on the website alexgrzybek.com forward slash five days. 
All of the links to this episode you will find in the show notes below. And one more thing. I want to invite you to my personal website, alexgrzybek.com, where you'll find other podcast episodes and more of the free resources to help you on your confidence journey. Bye for now, and I'll see you in the next episode.